But I mean, man, a guy comes on now, he wants to know nothing. He wants 25 bucks an hour. And it's tough, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, you you kind of have to weigh out your options. It's like, am I gonna go work a little harder and just get it done? Or are you gonna hire this guy? All right, what's up, everybody? It is episode 59 of Yellow Colored Glasses, and we've got an awesome guest on today, Mr. Trent Simpson with G7 Construction. Thank you, thank you. So, you excited to be on? I am, I am. We've been trying to do this for a while. We have, and we finally got a rain day. Finally, make it happen. Finally got a rainy day. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, it's episode 59, and before we get rolling, I want to do a review really quick. Uh, like we always do, like I sometimes do, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna go with, uh, let's see, Cody W. I don't, I think we might have done with some. No, we haven't. Okay, Dustin walked me through my options for home and auto and explained everything so it was easy to understand. Living in the Casey Northland, they were able to meet with me via virtual meeting, which was awesome. I trust him 100% to provide relevant options. Ultimately, they saved us about $400 on our insurance for the year. I would recommend to others. So thank you, Cody. Wait, uh, appreciate it. And guys, the reviews mean a ton. Um, we're we're getting up there on those, so appreciate it. So one of the things that we do is a peak and a pit, okay. Mr. Trent. So a peak, something's going really good. Okay. Pit, something's going kind of kind of crappy. Yeah. So peak for me right now <clears throat> is. Going to a couple shows this weekend. Okay, yeah. going to a couple shows. My brother's got a show tonight. Um, if the weather holds up right. in Grandview, yeah. we rescheduled it for, for Grandview. So he's got that one tonight. And then tomorrow he has a big one up north at uh, some Manus family. They're, they have a big festival. Um, oh, nice. Big giant fall festival. And so he's he's playing there. And both of those are full band shows. So cool. don't always get to see him play with his full band. Uh, so that'll be cool. Get to do that. So that's my peak for, for what's going on right now. What about you, man? Um, we're talking personal peak or business It could be peak? anything. It could be anything. I mean, honestly, uh, really a peak for me would be, you know, just the family, the kids growing up. Um, we just started soccer, second season for the little man. He's kind of starting to learn, you know, some of the skills and the basic, you know, deal of soccer. Um, so he got him two goals last weekend, and he was pretty pumped, you know. So it's kind of nice to see – the little man come up and kind of have that competitiveness in them and stuff. So I'd say that's probably family right now is uh, when you have a business, you know, it's kind of tough to get family time in. So it's cool to see him kind of do his thing. For sure. Is this his first year doing soccer? So he did spring and now he's doing fall. Spring was kind of a, you know, first year. So it was just a lot of running around aimlessly. Uh-huh. And uh, so this is the second, you know, round of it. And he's doing a lot better. Is he a year, He's a year younger than Mac, right? He's five. Okay. Is kindergarten? Uh, he starts next year. Okay. Okay. So two two yep. grades lower. Okay. Yep. So him and Asher are kind of the same. He's a little bit older than Asher. Asher will turn right. five in um, February. So. Yep. Okay. Yeah, man. I feel like the family's always the peak. Right. Always. I try, right. I try to try to break it up a little bit sometimes. Oh, yeah. But it's so, uh, yeah, that's that's fun part of what we do. So. Yep. Um, pit. Pit for me, we've just had a little bit of sickness going around in the family. A little quick, just quick stuff. That's what I heard. You know, um, Macklin had it a couple days ago, was good. Then he had it again last night. So, sleep wise, for me and old, you know, Amanda hasn't been great. Right, right. 
And then like she it, had it, and then I had it, and then, so anyway. But it's I don't know what it is, dude. It's weird. So not feeling great. It, it's a trickle down, you know. The little ones get it, you guys get it, and it just seems like it spreads the house for like four or five days or weeks, you know. Well, whenever I was teaching, it was every year, the yeah. beginning of the year, and then once we had, you know, last year it was the same thing. Yeah. It took a few weeks of school, mackling around it, and then <laughs> boom, he's got <laughs> bringing it home, and yeah, and it just spreads like crazy. So. Other than that, we'll get through that. That's a, that's, right. a, that's the pit. Nothing big. Right. What about you? Anything going rough? No, not. I mean, not really. Um, summer's coming to a close. You know, you kind of enjoy the summer, and it's kind of like, man, we're going to be going in here to fall, a little colder, rainier weather. But, I mean, for the most part, no. Um, you know, nothing that I can really complain about. You know what I mean? Knock on wood, we've been healthy um, and stuff like that. So, I, I can't complain. Fall's like my favorite. It's my favorite. I love I, summer, but fall, you got football, you got the – when all of a sudden that temperature changes and you're going from yep. the crap we've been going through with the 100 degrees, <laughs> 90 degrees, and all of a sudden it's 60. Oh, my gosh. Sit out there on the front porch and look at the leaves changing. I think the biggest thing is just the uh, the the time change. You know, we don't have as much daylight. For you sure. Know, if we could keep the daylight and go to the weather, you know what I mean, it would be a perfect, perfect day. What, what was this – is it fake news that we were supposed to be done with daylight savings time, or is that supposed to happen still? I don't even know. They acted like it was, but I don't. You know, I haven't really heard anything. Of Gosh, it, thanks, Obama. I mean? Right? It's you know, <sighs> it's a way to get votes. I know. Okay. Well, let's talk business, man. Yeah. You got some good stuff going on. Tell us a little bit about your business. So we uh, started. Um, I quit my job last August and decided we were going to do it full time. I got a business partner, um, Scotty. We're fifty fifty on the construction company. Um, we do a lot of concrete flat work. We do some dirt work, um, minor excavation, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it just was one of those things where it's like, you got tired of working for somebody day in and day out. Um, and the only way to really, you know, do what you want in life is to, you know, do it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, everyone says, if you want something done right, do it yourself. So for me, it was like, it's time to do something. I've been doing stuff on the side and it just got so busy between my normal job, side work and family time that it just was consuming my whole life. So him and I in August, we decided to set out, do our thing, and man, it has been the best decision I've ever made. You know, we've been busy from from right out of the shoot and it just keeps on coming and keeps on coming and you know, it's like it's always there, nice steady work. Um, so, I, you know, that's been awesome for us to be able to, to do that because you guys know when you first start a business, you're like, man, we know that we can do this and make everything work, but is everybody going to come to us? Uh huh. And that's kind of the part where you're like, you're betting on yourself. Absolutely. And so at the end of the day, it's, you know, you just got to get up, you know, do what you say you're going to do for people and, you know, it, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. What, that dude, that's awesome. And it's funny that we're having this conversation because I was, I was talking with somebody last night um, that I know, and he was essentially talking about the same thing. He's, you know, in the work in the workforce, very tired of it. And yeah. he was like, "Dude, what can I go do? What can I go do yeah. that, you know, I can have more time with my family, um, can have more freedom, and it's not a comfortable thing." You know, the the thought of right. the risk is is what is is weighing him down big time yep. from what he's from what he's always known, and 
it's weird it's and you're probably the exact same way now that you've been doing it for a year but it's like once you've been doing it for a little while you almost can't even remember what it was like before exactly and it's like there is no other way you just do it um and i don't know it's a it's a it's, it's an amazing feeling it's a it's an odd feeling but it's so true and it's so important and there's so many right. freaking ways to make money and right. provide for your family right. there's no reason not to take the chance um so what would what do you think some of the struggles have been with starting your business Man, and, and hang on real quick i, I want to ask one thing before we go to that what is your is your stuff more commercial or is it more residential is it something that somebody off the street that's watching this could be like hey i want i want trent yeah. to be able to do my yeah, my we, sidewalk or my my driveway yeah we do i mean commercial and residential um you know we're still small so we're trying to grow um and, and with your question we'll get to that because that's going to kind of go into where i'm going with this perfect um but yeah definitely residential driveways sidewalks patios stoops stairs um, you know stuff like that we do that all the time um, we do commercial stuff for like concrete pourbacks for buildings somebody's going to come in here and turn this into a, a kitchen area where okay. i got to cut up the floor to get all the plumbing in there so we'll come in and pour the concrete back after the plumbers have already left or electricians or whatever um but yeah i'd say commercial and residential both uh probably more residential right now but we're trying to get into that residential market so we've, we've definitely had some okay and i'm really bad about asking a question and then asking another one before you can answer so i apologize <laughs> So the reason I wanted to ask that one first is so what have been the struggles with, with getting going then? So that's what I was going to say uh, on the residential and commercial side. So not only am I the guy that you're going to see show up to your house and look at your work, measure it out, and, and type up a bid and get it to you, I'm also the guy there coming in, tearing it out, setting it up, and reborn it. So it's like from start to finish, you get to deal with me or Scotty the whole time. Um, so I'd say the hardest thing for us is labor, man. Um, there's just not enough guys out there that want to work, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so our workforce is tough, you know, and I don't, you know, want to have a pity party over it, but it's kind of sad, you know, that, that that's what it's coming to. So. Yeah, we were having a conversation on Friday about all of us when we were doing our team, our team building day and our community service day and we were talking about essentially the the, the trades and the manual labor yep. being a major shortage and yeah i mean it's it's kind of been a trend right i mean we've kind of seen it coming yep. um i can't tell you how many times that we've talked about you know high school getting rid of certain classes and right. not pushing shop class or right. those types of things and you know there's a lot of kids that may not be great students but those are the things that they like and yep. they excel in and we kind of push those out the door right um and, and don't cater to those things um and so yeah what do you think is going to happen with that do you think it's just going to be hey those are going to become very very high paying jobs and it'll just all reset and because people will be like okay i gotta go do this because i can make the most money Man, or what it's it's really hard to say you know uh We've had some high school kids work for us during the summer, and you know, some of them say, "Hey, man, like, this is what we want to do: manual labor." May may not be for us. Could be, you know, cutting grass, or you know, they, they might want to be a drywaller, plumber. You know, who who knows? Um, but I don't I don't really see it anything right now. You know what I mean? Changing going forward. I think that it's just going to put us more in demand. The guys that do want to do manual labor and work you're just gonna consistently stay busy because other people don't. 
So, yes, I, I think, like you said, probably going to have to pay guys a little more money, you know, to get them to want to to wanna do manual labor. I mean, when I first started out doing manual labor for my father-in-law, I was making 14 bucks an hour. You yeah. Know? And, like, guys will laugh at you if you tell them you want to start them out at 14 bucks an hour. Because I know times have changed and for stuff sure. like that. But, I mean, man, a guy comes on now, he wants to know nothing. He wants 25 bucks an hour. And it's tough, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, you you kind of have to weigh out your options. It's like, am I going to go work a little harder and just get it done? Or are you going to hire this guy? Yeah. So I know. I remember I went in high school. My first job was like my first real job was uh, Sonic, and I lasted three days. And so I went to Don Sherwood, and I was like, hey, man, uh, I don't want to work at Sonic. And, you know, can you kind of work for your landscaping company? Right. And I was expecting like the same type of money. He's like, okay, I'll pay you twelve dollars an hour. And I'm like, holy shit, this is twelve bucks an hour. And I would work. Right. Dude, he worked me. So I, I would get there at seven. Wouldn't be done till nine o'clock at night. <laughs> it was miserable, but gosh dang, as a high school kid, made a ton of money. Right. Twelve bucks an hour was a lot. Yes. Um, back then. Yep. And and it was good. It was good. But you're right. There was there was uh, I don't know. But it made you enjoy it, so that's what I tried to It made you appreciate too. it. You, you start out, and, and, and I'm not saying you start out at $14 an hour nowadays, but you start out and you work your way up. Mm-hmm. And you grow and you learn. And, you know, when I was making 14 bucks an hour, I was the guy on the shovel digging every day. You Probably know? working harder than everybody else. Right, and, I, and I'm looking over at the guy that's running the excavator going, man, I want to be that guy. Because that guy is, A, making more money, and B, not having to work as hard, mm-hmm. you know. So I just watch him, see what he did. Next thing you know, two years later, I'm the guy in the excavator. You know what I mean? And, and and I've got guys below me now, and it's just like I, you know, that's that's where I'd say I learned a lot of my construction background and knowledge was starting out as the guy digging in the ditch, working all the way up to running my father-in-law's company. For, for sure. So for sure. So what have been um, what have been some some things as far because you you know Rochelle, uh, how supportive was she of you doing this whole thing? She was nervous. Not to man. put you on the spot. No, no, no. She was nervous at first. Um, it was one of those things. You got two kids. Mm-hmm. You know, um, last August we had just had our our youngest. Um, when I so basically last year I went on uh, I call it maternity leave. Maternity <laughs> leave. I love it. So I went on maternity leave for two weeks, and just being off and being with the family, knowing in my head that that's what I wanted to do, is when I I went back to work. That next week after my maternity leave, and was like, I'm putting in my two weeks. I'm out. And so it for me, it was one of those things, and I, I'm sure you're the same way. Is it's like, hey, I have this idea. Hear me out. I'm going to prove to you that I can do it. You know what I mean? Um, you knowing that you got two kids, a wife, a house. You know, you, you have to be able to pay for all those, and you know, take care of the kids, put food on the table, take care of your wife, and stuff like that. Um, you know, my wife works, which is nice. Um, but it's one of those things kind of scary. She's thinking, is he really going to be able to do it? You know, mm-hmm. she knew that I could do it, but she just didn't know if the work was going to steadily, you know, just keep steady coming in. And so, uh, she was, she was supported. I've always said that because if she wasn't, it would be hard to take that jump when you don't have somebody, you know, no doubt you're by your side, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, so so once we got through those first couple months, and then the big thing was make it through winter, you know, because our stuff's snow, rain, mm-hmm. that affects us. 
last year we didn't really have much of that, so we kind of worked all winter long pouring concrete and stuff like that. And then this year it's just been loaded up. So, I mean, we're, bu- we're booking into next year right now. So it's, it's a good feeling to know that you've already got work on the table for next year. Absolutely. So I remember and we, we had talked about it before you were pulling the trigger on it a little bit. Yep. And, I mean, I've always said it. The worst, worst case scenario is you go get another job. Right. You right. know, like if it doesn't work, you go find something else to do. Exactly. And that's what everybody does anyway. Yep. So, um, yeah, we have a lot of business owners on here, right? And it's uh, so it's it's always so similar because everybody's kind of in the same we're all in the same boat, right? right? We all took chances. We all bet on ourselves, like you said earlier. And it, the weird part is, it's working out for everybody. Right. So it's like I, I just don't I, I don't I don't know why there's so much hesitation um, from people to do it. I, I get it, I, but I, I I think a big thing, and you guys know it just as much you got people calling in asking you guys for quotes and questions it's like this i mean as long as you call people back you say what you're going to do and you give them you know a fair price the rest is history yeah i mean if you just do what you say you're going to do don't over promise and just do it and, and, and make the customer happy it's pretty simple yeah you know what i mean no, it sounds simple. Yeah, it sounds very simple. Right. Um, and because there isn't a lot of service, like customer service these days is kind of it's kind of out the it's right. It's gone. It's yep. you know it's everything is everything is transactional. Mm-hmm. Everything is get it done. See you later. There is no you know face to face relationship piece of of things. And that's you know I think people still at the end of the day still want that. Oh, absolutely. And so so when you can provide that, like you're saying, they just it's easy to stand stand out it was hard for me to take a picture of a check and deposit it in on my phone did you just, say a check yeah oh i thought you said take a picture of a chick <laughs> Dude, i was like what <laughs> no it was hard for me we're, we're talking about face to face okay you know what i mean okay and so someone's like hey man you know you can deposit a check on your phone i was like <laughs> no i like going to the bank and actually seeing somebody handing it over and deposit again like i don't want to take pictures of it you know what I, mean? I know but that has i was very hesitant hesitant to get on board with the mold deposit thing yeah. now i use it all the time right it's so much more convenient it is but it's, it, it's nice to see people's face though. you're right you know what i mean you're right um and, and and typically they say how you been how you know it's, it's just nice to get that interaction you know yeah I like to take big checks to the bank, so I can be like, "Hey, look at this check. No, <laughs> check <no>. this out. <laughs> check this out." Um, okay, so business is going good, man, yeah. and yeah, and that's awesome. So, gosh, we've known each other for a long time, high school. So, yeah. God, how long have we been out of high school now? Uh, man, what's what's the year? Twenty twenty three. We graduated oh so, nine. So fourteen years. Yeah. Was Deion Sanders still playing in the NFL when we were in high school? I think he was man. gone, wasn't he? Man, I got to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> Just, just here, I'd say within the, the last four or five years, you know, I really got into the football scene. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, growing up, it was racing dirt bikes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Still never done that. Right. But, but came, came to high school and was the, the, was the new guy, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Curly hair, right? Just yeah, the, had, the, had the little. little this is the beautiful line. locks. <laughs> yeah, everyone the black thought, frame glasses. <laughs> that's right. Everyone thought I was a, a skateboarder. I'm like, man, I can't ride a skateboard. I'll Gosh. ride a dirt bike, but um, no, man. Football's been fun. Like I, I actually, like you said earlier, I enjoy this time of year. 
getting to watch Chiefs, stuff like that, um, helps out when they're doing good. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Yeah, you pick, uh, interesting that you picked – it's only been five years. It must have been right when Mahomes started playing that you jumped probably on probably was, man. probably was, you know. It does. It makes it fun. It does. It does. I like the Royals. Mm-hmm. I'm not a baseball guy. I, I, I don't keep up on it. But back when we had the World Series rounds, it was kind of fun to watch. So, I guess you call me a bandwagon fan. That's okay. That's People, you know – People get a bad uh, rap for being bandwagon fans, but honestly, that's the smartest way to do it. Right, they like what, winning. Yeah, don't stress out over it. I mean, the amount of stress that sports gives me is stupid. And right. that's what makes it fun, too, because then you appreciate the good times more. But but you guys do like a fantasy football thing, right? No, I mean, we're into too many and things. I'm in like five fantasy football is Amanda, leagues. Is Amanda beating you right now? She beat me this past week. Man. She's 2-0. and I'm 0-2 in that, in that league. Right. Um, is that like a rigged league or something? No, it's just how the cookie crumbles, man. Right, it I happens. It's a lot. It's a it's a marathon. That's a long season. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm down right now. You but tell her, you tell her just to keep on counting her wins, and you know, the to season be honest, ain't over. And it, you know what? If she wins, I will be happy because that means we, our family, right. may, you know, we've got two shots at winning the thing right. instead right. of just one. So I'm happy. If she wins, yep. I'm happy. Um, and you know, we we had our we had our office you know team building day on friday and we played a game show and we absolutely crushed the girls so we gotta i gotta let her win at something right right? so anyway that what do you think about coach prime i want to hear we've talked a little bit about this off the record so we have we have what what's your thoughts on coach prime you know uh honestly man it was kind of one of those things where i i kind of so i let's back up i watched the netflix thing prime and it shows them back at, was that Jackson State? I thought that Prime was separate from Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) But it was Jackson State, right? Yep, Jackson State, which was a a historically black college. Yep. Okay. And so he went in there and kind of shook things up, Uh you know, and uh, it was kind of cool to watch how he goes in there and kind of reinvents the wheel, you know what I mean, And, and gets these guys motivated. I think that's the biggest thing, and, and this could all go back to today's workforce. Mm-hmm. you got to motivate people, you know what I mean? And I think what he's doing is he's getting these guys. He said, you know, bring me a boy, I'll send you back a man. You know, so he's bringing these guys in that, that probably don't have a lot of respect, self-respect maybe, mm-hmm. you know, and teaching them, hey, man, you respect yourself, you respect others, you put effort into it, and you get results, mm-hmm. you know? And so I watched that, and I'm like, man, I need to start watching this guy. This is kind of cool. You know, now he's at Colorado. So me, start watching it, kind of following it and everything, seeing what's going on, and to take a team, what were they, 1-11 uh, mm-hmm. last year? They sure were. And now they're 3-0, right? They are, they are 3-0. Yeah. Getting ready to get molly this weekend, but that's okay. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's, it's cool. And, and I watched the thing on him, and when he first showed up at Colorado – he, he went in there, sat everyone down, and was like, listen, if you don't think you can handle this, you need to hit the door now. And he said, like, several people hit the doors. And he's like, if just me telling you that scares you, you're not going to like it when we get into actual coaching and, you know, training and stuff like that. So For sure. No, and I kind of troll I, – I, I do not dislike right. Coach Prime at all. 
Mr. Coach Sanders, okay, Mr. Deion Sanders. <laughs> I've been seeing you on Facebook. I like that. to I like to stir the pot yeah. a little bit. Yeah. The the couple issues that I have. First of all, I agree with you. He is a phenomenal motivator. Right. He was a phenomenal player. He's, I mean, he's amazing. Okay, one of the best to ever do it. All right. Respect that 100. percent Yep. My issue has been with pretty much the media. Yeah. And the free recruiting that we have all these like people doing for him. Mm-hmm. And his motives, I mean, you know, I give give me a boy and I'll send him home a man, that type right. of thing. Well, you know, when you walk into Colorado and you fire 60 players and refuse to work with any of them <laughs> right, right. and bring your own dudes in, um, that kind of goes against that message a little bit to me. Um, I, I could, could I motivate could them. agree with you on that. Could motivate those guys that went 1-11 last right. year. Yeah. Uh, that would have showed me a little bit there. Right. Um, also, you know, him going to Jackson State and what he was supposedly doing um, for, you know, for that university and for um, the other HBC schools, yeah. um, and then to bounce like that was a little odd to me too. So yeah. I think he's going to end up at Alabama if they can handle the uh, the culture shock because yeah. he's going to come in there and ch- change things up like crazy. Right, right. It's probably Alabama or it's probably. Like Texas A and M, it's gonna be it's somewhere big. He ain't gonna be at Colorado very long. Right. He said he doesn't want to go be a pro coach. You no. know what I mean, no, he's built for college. I mean, because right. you you got everybody's right. I mean, he's one hundred percent. And 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 I'll, and I'll be honest with you, I'm just we're just on the surface. I haven't had oh, yeah. to dig in. I've never really been a huge college football guy. You know, I do like watching college football from time to time because I feel like those guys know that hey man, I've got to play. The hardest, toughest I can play right now, so I can get to the big leagues. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so I feel like there is a lot of action in college football when you watch absolutely. It. And so. at the end of the day, too, it's entertainment, which right. he's doing a hell of a job entertaining people. Right, and it is fun. So I just like to. You, you get you some sunglasses like he's got. I haven't gotten those yet. They're cool. I mean, they are cool. And you know, I've got the hat. You know, right. it needs it's flat. So right. you know, I prime time. But anyway. I just I know we were joking about this before, so I wanted to talk about it. What about um, what about the NFL though going on right now? What do you think about that? You know, obviously, you were watching the Chiefs. Do you think right. they're, do you think they're going to run it back this year? You know, man, it's one of those things where every dog has his day. Um, I mean, that first week, whew, stressful. Mm-hmm. You know, to watch every pass, it was like, what happened to you guys' gloves, man? They oiled up or something before you mm-hmm. guys got here because it was just everybody yep. was dropping everything. A little pressure, no but, TK. Right, but we still, at the end of the day, I mean, what was it? Is there a tornado coming through here? Might be. Was what, one point? Was yeah. It, was it one yeah. or three point that, loss? The, yeah, it was a 21 to 20. Right. So, I mean, r- realistically, I mean, it wasn't like it was a, a blowout. You know, you look at the Bengals this year. You know what I mean? 0-2. Third year in a row. Right. 0-2. So, you know, everyone's like, oh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, Chiefs. Well, look at everyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Josh Allen, Joe Burrows, all – I mean, Mahomes, even after week one, Mahomes was still, you know, stat-wise, better than they were. So, I equate it so much to just like business. Mm -hmm. Who is the man that's running the show in Kansas City? Right. Who is responsible for motivating, <clears throat> keeping people on track, making sure that, you know, the end of the road, which yeah. is the Super Bowl, yeah. um, the process, the day in, the day out, um, all those things, that doesn't get put to the wayside. 
Yeah. That's why I'm never worried about the Chiefs. Andy Reid is the freaking man. Right. And he has that he has that stuff running. And and honestly, I don't know how many people do this, but whenever I'm watching sports, I'm I'm always thinking about how it relates to business. Yeah. Always. And watching the way people lead and the way that they communicate and when things go good versus when things go bad. Um, because it's super easy. It's super easy when things are going good. Right. To right. Everybody, everybody's a good teammate right. when things are going good. Yeah. How good of a teammate are you when things are going bad? Yeah, you can, know? You, can you dig deep? Yeah. Right, yeah, when you're having a bad day, you know, yeah. when your team's having – Kadarius Tony had the worst game of his life yeah. in that loss. You know, he didn't have a great game last week, but gosh dang, Mahomes went right back to him. Yeah, bounce back. Right, you think Mahomes is knocking him like everybody else did? Right. No freaking way. Right. Um, so, it's – I think that that's, a, that's why I love sports. Yeah, I – you know, I, I – I think we're going to be just fine this year. I, I don't think we're going anywhere. You know what I mean? I don't think it's going to be like we just don't show up at the playoffs. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I see us being a playoff team still. Um, end of the day, Chris Jones back. You know, kind of nice. Kind of kind of a little irritating, you know. But, hey, man, I, I guess at the end of the day, business is business. You know? No, and then the reason – and I know, I know we're off on a football tangent now, okay, but I want to bring it back full circle to the, to, to the business piece of it. Right. Because – one of the things you said earlier, um, you said the workforce. Okay, yeah. it's hard to find. It's hard to find people that want to work. Yeah. All right. So you now that you're a year into it, you're thinking about scaling. Yeah. Okay. You're talking. You and Scotty are talking about how do you scale it. Or yeah. I assume that you are. Yeah. So what are those conversations like with when you're talking about scalability? The work that you guys are doing, obviously taking family time into account. You don't want to work yeah. sixty hours a week forever, right? Right. Talk a little bit about what your process is there, or if you're. If you're in that process yet, what are your thoughts on the scaling and hiring and growing your business? So, I mean, the the building of the business is is always something we talk about. You know, I like you said, I don't want to be the guy that's out there all day, every day doing the manual labor. You know what I mean? Um, I've got to keep myself, you know, healthy and not. I don't want to be 45 and broke down because all I did was hard manual labor my whole life. For sure. So, for me, I, I would say... Um, we try to, we're constantly trying to get that workload enough to where we can get guys under us. That way we can kind of, you know, make sure they're doing what they need to. So for us is, you know, we got to find two good leaders, get them underneath us, get them working, kind of get them knowing how we run the show and everything like that. Make sure that they're putting out a good product and then start getting guys below them. So for us, it's, you always want to have enough work to make sure you can pay for all the guys. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't want to have eight guys and you're sitting six of them because you've only got enough work to keep two busy. So for us right now, it's like we kind of run lean and mean because it, at the end of the day, if I'm going to hire you, I want to be able to guarantee you money, you know, because sure. you've got a family, you've got, you know, bills to pay, food and stuff like that. So my biggest thing as being a small business owner has been, man, we got to get as much work as we can in here if we want to start getting guys underneath them. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So for us, I would say it's just stacking work. If we can stack the work and find the guys, that's that's how we're building on our side. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ours is a little different. Um, you know, you can buy the tools, you can buy this, you can buy that, but really ours ultimately comes down to having work on the table. Absolutely. Um, so that's a big thing. And then, you know, commercial relationships those are the ones that are nice because they're they're just constant you know it's like they just slowly send you stuff hey 
we need this fixed. Hey, we need this fixed. Hey, a curb's jacked up in our parking lot, whatever. And you, you know, you, you get enough of those that it's like, man, we're steady, but just going doing, doing these jobs for people, mm -hmm. you know? Um, it hasn't really been one of those things where, you know, we're out fighting for the work. You know, it's pretty much came to us just just from from what we talked about earlier. Are you guys doing a lot of marketing, like social media type stuff at all yet? Not really. No. You know, we post a little bit here on our Facebook just so people can kind of see what our work is, get some ideas. Um, but I just haven't, I mean, being that we're doing it all, I haven't had time to step back and do other things to market it. For sure. You know? No, and that's, that's, a, that's a tough part of it. Um, so it's, it's basically just you and Scotty then still yeah. for the most part. It, so we have two full-time guys. Okay. And then Scotty, so there's four of us. Okay. Yep. And so how are you, I mean, developing, you said, you said the word leader yep. a second ago. Do you feel like those two guys that you've got under there, that they're, you know, you're prepping them and that they're kind of taking the reins of, of becoming those, yeah. those people and those leaders to where you can depend on them? Because I know a guy that we had on, um, you know, a month or so ago that the guy that did my deck. Yeah. Um, yep. That was kind of one of his things too. It was like, gosh, just finding people that you trust. Right. To to delegate and yeah. know that when you're not there, they're doing things the right way. Absolutely. So is it going well from that perspective? It is. It is. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, everybody kind of has their ideas of how it should run and how it should go, stuff like that. So you do run into kind of, hey, this is what I think should be done. And it's like, hey, man, let's just stick to the script and get it done. You know, we don't need to get cute here. We don't need to get fancy. Let's just get it done. So to answer your question, yes, I, I think – for sure, one of the guys we have is definitely leader, you know, material. Um, he seems like he wants to keep going with us. You know, he came in when we were small, and he's never left our side. So, I mean, that speaks a lot to us that he's he's came in, he's put in his time, he knows we want to grow. We tell him we want to grow, you know, and try to keep these guys as, as lifers, if you will, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, the way I look at it is my dad, he's been at the company. It's a small business. He's been there for 30 plus years, you know, and it's, it's just nice to be like, he knows that he's going to get taken care of. He knows what his job is and he does it, does it well. And the rest is history, you know? Yeah. There's a lot to be said for that too. Um, man. Yeah. That's good stuff. Well, I'm glad it's going good, man. I'm glad that, you know, I know we were talking about this last year before you'd pulled the trigger. I'm glad that everything's working out how it is. Yeah. Glad that you guys are staying busy. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, man, I couldn't be happier for you. And every time I see you guys at the Mexican restaurant, it seems like we meet up there a lot. Man. We haven't in a while though. Do you guys quit going? No, we still go there. It's just must be different times. You know what I mean? Must be. I don't know. I feel like we. I feel like it's the same people in there every single day that it we're is. there. It is. And you're always like texting me. I never see you. I'll be like sitting over there and you're like, El Porto tonight? And yeah, like, you want to go tonight? Like, this dude. You got <laughs> then I'm like looking over my shoulder like, I know he's in here. <laughs> Man, he, uh, Adele catered our event. How was that? Dude, I, it was awesome. I, I, I wanted to come by. I'm not going to. It's gonna, all good. You know. Everybody's excuse, busy. Excuses. It's man. all good. You can't have them. But I did drive by and it looked like you guys had a nice showing. Didn't you honk? I feel like you honked when you drove by. Yeah, I don't know. No. You might have. Well, but but it looked it looked like you guys had a nice little little event and everything. So yeah, we probably had 60, 60 people come through. It's, it's cool to see you guys grow too. You know, I mean, a lot of people. You know, you're talking about their business, but you know, you guys started out as, you know, husband wife, husband wife, and just grew it. You know, mm -hmm. um, talking with Jake when I first got in here today. You know, it's like if you put in the work, 
it's going to go, yep. you know, end of the day. And it flies by. It does. I mean, we're already in the year three now. Yeah. And it doesn't, like I said, it, it feels like I don't even remember what it was like before right. this. Um, even though, you know, it's been a roller coaster and there's been many things that have, you know, good days and bad days yeah. and, you know, not knowing if we're getting paid for this right. or that. And, you know, it's hard. It's right. hard. But, gosh dang, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's a gamble. They, they say the first, you know, three years are tough. You know what I mean? And uh, I'd be lying if I said we didn't have tough days either, you know. Um, physically, you know, like I said, fine, is this, are we going to get paid on that job? You know, yep. how come they're not, how come they're not responding? You know what I mean? And stuff like that. So, uh, I, I definitely understand that. But it, like you said, end of the day, it's awesome to be your own boss and know that you can pave your own way. Yeah. No, it, it, there's nothing, there's nothing like it. And at the end of the day, too, I mean, you're building an asset, right? You're building an asset and you're building a Absolutely. business that is, that has value as well. Yep. Um, that one of these days, if you decide to walk away from it, yep. ever, you know, you, yep. you've got something there that someone else or yeah. something, an entity wants to right. take that over, right? Yep. Take that name over, to take over those customers, to to handle that. So that's a big deal as well that you're not getting when you're just working for somebody. Right. The last thing I want to ask you is when you're when you're looking at scaling your business and bringing people on, do you want people that want to just have a job and, and do it right? Or do you want people that want to do that, but also maybe they aspire to be business owners themselves one day? And you can kind of nurture that and say, hey, you know, give me give me three good years right. of me teaching you how to do this. And, you know, do you support that? You know, it takes a, yeah, it no. takes a boss that's supportive too. No, absolutely. Um, you know, the biggest thing is, um, so I've got guys that are in the same, like buddies that do the same type of work we do. And I've always been big on, you know, I let them kind of take care of what they're doing. I take care of what I'm doing. You know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, fight over work. There's enough work out there. So to answer your question, yes. If, if I see a guy come in and he wants to hustle and he wants to do it, I have no problem. I've had guys come to us before that want to do side work and they're like, Hey, can I borrow this tool on the weekend? I'm like, Hey man, knock yourself out. But if something goes wrong, you don't say that, you know, don't, don't, don't bring it back on us. You know, this is your deal. But man, I'm supportive of anybody that wants to make money, you know what I mean, and grow. I'm all about it, you know. But I was talking to my dad the other day because I was on a job and had some things pop up and I was kind of upset, just needed someone to vent to. So I called my dad up and he's like, you know, you really got to find somebody that wants to build your business with you and it to make money and they can make money. You know, because if they're just showing up Monday through Friday collecting a paycheck, you know, there's not do, much do they really have commitment. Your, right, yeah. Do they really have your business in the best interest? Yep. You know what I mean? Because some people just aren't built to own businesses. 100%. And there's you nothing wrong I mean? with that either right. at no, all. No, no, 100%. You can make an honest living just working. You know what I mean? Uh, but there's some of us that, that want to be owners and have became owners, you know? And that's what I think school is. Guys you went to high school with, I've got buddies that own businesses, likewise for you. And it's cool to see that. And it's cool to see them grow and stay in business, you know, for several years. So finding the guy that wants to grow your business and let your business make money so they're making money and long term, they're going to continue to make more money. Yeah. And every business needs that person. Right. Every business needs that person that just wants to do exactly what you're talking about. And I think it's also important to say that when you find those people you have to take really good care of them because Agreed. you have to give them a reason why, like Agreed. you got to give them a financial reason yeah. of why it's important. And as your business grows, being able to pay them really good, right. um, you know, 
like paying paying somebody to run your business for you yeah. when they're not the owner. Yeah. Well, in some ways, they almost got to be making more money than you in, right. in, in certain terms. Yeah. Um, and it's just that's that's just part of it. But you guys do it. You guys do the team building stuff, and that and that shows appreciation to your employees that hey, we care. We care about you guys. We want to make this family oriented. We want to have a good time. You know, you're with everyone you work with for almost more than you are your family during mm-hmm. the week. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, you know, little things, you know, hey, we had a good day. We got done by noon, one o'clock. Let's go have lunch. You know, and we're buying the guys lunch and, and stuff like that. So you really just try to be that guy like, hey, wh- what did I want when I used to work for somebody that I didn't get? And those are the things you try to, you know, bring into your own company and try to put them in place and, and do it for the, the employees as well. Yeah. So I see a lot of you guys doing that and that's cool. You know what I mean? Cause I think it builds a good morale. It's all about having a good morale. Cause if you get one in bad apple, you know what I mean? It kind of mm-hmm. spoils everything. So trying to keep it, you know, the energy level up is, is what we try to do. Yeah. So. No. And yeah, there's a lot of give, um, there's a lot of give to, you know, um, your employees when you know sometimes you have to you know what you're talking about taking them taking them to lunch like that um right. that's you that's you as a business owner you know giving and, and saying that you're you know that you care about it right right and yeah that's important it's very important so man once again thanks for coming on yeah, thanks for you having got me. anything else that you want to chat about we talked about coach prime we talked about the chiefs talked about dude, all dude. of our business stuff how's, how's uh how's your brother doing He's good. I mean, he's still still going at it. I think he's getting ready to pop in here today. No, he's going straight to the show Are tonight. They? He's on it. He's driving right now. So they're heading straight to the venue tonight. Dude's wild, man. He just drives and drives and drives, man. Yeah, he bought himself a van. I've seen that. He liked that. Yeah, I mean, I think he likes it better than the old Yoder that he was driving back and forth. <laughs> thing has got seven hundred thousand miles on it. Oh, but man. yeah, he's hundred. That's another thing, you know. Talk about commitment. Right. The dude, dude ain't gave up. The dude is committed. He is. And it's been, you know, when, when most, I first, people would have, most people would have stopped by right. now. When I first met your brother, man, it was it was one of those things where, you know, it was like, oh, this Hunter Thomas Mounts guy, you know, and you're like, okay, you know, and you pop on and listen to his music. You're like, man, I like this. And then you meet the guy. So, like, listen, listen to the music's one thing, but then you listen to his music and meet him, and you're like, dude, this guy's just a stand-up good dude, you know? And it was kind of... One of those things where, like, when we met, kind of hit it off. He did a little uh, shop party for us. I remember that. And, you know, it, it's been awesome. I, I haven't, and I feel bad, I haven't been able to be as supportive here lately just with just, business, absolutely. family, stuff like that, um, as, as much as I would have liked. But I think it's cool that he keeps moving. I'll send him texts every once in a while, you know, like, man, you're doing awesome. Keep it going. You know what I mean? Just to... You know, it's probably nice to hear that every once It is, while, yeah, and I know, know he appreciates that stuff for sure. So, yeah, it's it's definitely cool. I, I like that he's pursuing it. You did know? you uh, did you get his new song, the one that came out like yesterday or the day before? I, I was gonna check it out. Haven't Dude, had it's it yet. Good. So it's really good. And the guy yeah. that he's in there with, that's who's playing the shows with him this weekend is too. That Kyle Kyle Austin. Austin. Yeah, um, we had them on the podcast um, a few months back, and yeah, they're, they're all good dudes. Right. And yeah, doing good stuff. So. He's he's a hoot when you go visit him in Nashville, man. He's fun. Yeah, and he is a good guy. He's a good guy. He took us so. to some bar where they had like seven dollar pictures of natural light, man. And whew, man. Um, my first time that I went down there, he uh, 
we went into one and it was their special what they were known for was for a fried bologna sandwich <laughs> and a miller high life yeah and i don't know if you went there but that is it's not the way you want to end your night right fried bologna right. sandwich that is what ends your night actually <laughs> is that concoction Dude, um, we, we had a uh, we had a airbnb down there and we met up with him and we had a he came he drove the truck the old the old yoda to the house He's like, man, I hope nobody jacks it. My back window is broke out. I'm like, oh, you're good, man. Like, just back her in the driveway. So we get an Uber, go downtown, have a good time. You know what I mean? And, and him and I uh, had had several drinks. It was a good time. And uh, I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't think you should drive home. You know what I mean? I was like, why don't you just stay here? And everything's like, well, where am I going to stay? I was like, dude, you got to check out this walk-in closet we got in our room. So I built him a pallet on the floor, and he stayed in the closet. Stayed in the walk-in closet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've never heard that story. Yeah, Rochelle and I were staying in the bedroom, and old Hunter was in our in our closet, man. <laughs> oh, I'm going to text him. I'm going to text him after we get off of here and, and talk about that. Okay. Well, man. Trent, thanks for coming on. We yeah, need to do it again, dude. Um, maybe later, maybe later in the year we can hop on yeah. and talk some more football or something Let's too. So anyway, thanks guys for watching. Check out Trent. Check out G7 Construction. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, check them out on Facebook. Yes, sir. Um, awesome guy. Awesome company. They're doing good stuff. So appreciate it. anyway, thanks guys for watching. That was episode 59, and we'll see you all next time. Thank you. Peace.